0: This is the arise ministries collective podcast where we seek to equip and encourage the body of christ in biblical truth and understanding we believe that when women have an authentic and growing relationship with jesus christ truly know god's word and are dependent on the holy spirit they become powerful and influential vessels for the kingdom and that's what this space is for to share how the bible inspires us changes us compels us to hear and tell stories of God's faithfulness and to learn from ordinary women living extraordinarily for God's glory. Let's join host Lisa da Silva for this episode of Arise Online.
1: Hi everybody and welcome back to Arise Online. I'm your host Lisa da Silva and today we are continuing a conversation with our dear friend Tracy Darty of the Freedom Challenge. In part one of our chat, we talked about our newly released Bible study called What the Lord Requires, and I hope you'll head back over there and listen if you haven't had a chance already. It'll really help you get to know Tracy. It'll help you discover a little bit about what the Freedom Challenge does and why Arise loves partnering with them. It is still the month of March, which means it is still International Women's Month. We had an idea to collaborate in this month and give recognition and celebration of women working together. So this conversation is going to be Tracy and I talking about what that looked like as we co-wrote this book, What the Lord Requires, and brought our teams together. So we'll explore the value in togetherness, some of the things we've learned, some of the things, areas where we grew. It will be shared on both of our podcast platforms, so we'll go back and forth in asking each other questions and giving responses. Let's join Tracy as she kicks off part two of our conversation. My
2: heart is full as we go into the second part of sharing about the particulars of what the Lord has done through this collaboration with Lisa Silva and Arise Ministries Collective the first uh, podcast that we did, we actually just unveiled what this project was together. And today we're going to dig a little deeper into how it is actually gone, sort of the in-between these bookends, the beginning of vision and then the completion. And so I want to welcome Lisa back and yay, we're back together, my friend.
1: Yes, I love being back with you. So thanks for having me. And it's Always just great to be with Freedom Sisters and bring these two communities of women together. Um, And I want to welcome you too, because I know we have listeners from both organizations joining us. We are airing this on both podcast platforms. And that's really the theme of our podcast today. And what we want to talk about is what it looks like to do something together. And so last episode, we journeyed through this new Bible study that we just released, What the Lord Requires, and how excited we are to launch it and get it into the hands of as many women as possible. But today we want to have a really real conversation about what that process looked like. And um, it is International Women's Month and I just I have been thinking about this a lot this month that there are times I become very discouraged about what I hear from women mm. about other women. So often women are portrayed portrayed as um, competitive or petty or or ultra sensitive, and um, I'm sure listeners can think of other words that they've heard women called, or um, these I believe uh, lies and generalizations spoken about women. And yeah. I, I want to shed, and I know you do too. You know, we we are friends, Trace. We started kind of um, collaborating and ministry and we've become deep sister mm-hmm. friends and these are topics of conversation for us that we desire to break these stereotypes and really okay. encourage women to embrace togetherness to embrace teamwork to look to to really experience what it looks like to celebrate our womanhood, celebrate our femininity and the things that come with that and create incredible things together for the good of the kingdom. And I know that you are an advocate of these things too. So just would love to hear your opening statements about that. Um, Maybe some of these stereotypes, if you want to speak to that and this idea of doing it together.
2: Well, first I'm going to just start with reading what you and I wrote together in the notes from Lisa and Tracy, and this is what we wrote. Good things come from together. This collaborative Bible study and the dream of doing it together came from a sisterhood and the trusted exchange of shared hearts, experiences, and purpose our intention and desire is that you see this togetherness modeled in these pages, a powerful unity from a rise in the freedom challenge that truly represents the oneness of the kingdom. So just thinking about the oneness of the kingdom, Lisa, as expressed in the fullness of the Trinity, mm-hmm. you know, you've got the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. You know, the Father is always pointing to Jesus, as the reconciler of humanity back to him. And and Jesus is always pointing to the Holy Spirit as the one that draws us to Jesus. And the Holy Spirit is pointing back to the Father. So there's this whole dance, this circle of togetherness that's modeled in Scripture that we can see. So when you actually see women, in our case, you and I, and all of those who joined us, Working in one voice, deferring to one another, pointing to one another, um, speaking together, it really does display the beauty of that relationship, that community of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit that's modeled to us that we get to see. And there's a blessing on. I'm thinking of the scripture that says, Oh, how good and pleasant it is when brothers and sisters, I'm adding that. work together in unity. And again, that's just quoting off the top of my head, but it goes on to say that there is a commanded blessing when we operate that way. I'm also thinking of the scripture that that talks about, you know, striving for unity. And I can put some of these passages in our show notes because I'm just kind of speaking off the top of my head right now. But, you know, we're not supposed, we're not instructed to strive. But the one thing that we are instructed to strive on is unity, not uniformity, but unity. Mm-hmm. So we strain every muscle, which I think you and I both felt at times, that that straining every muscle to find that one voice, that mm-hmm. – um, you know, I'm thinking just early on when when we sat down and had our own plans, you came with your flow chart, our <laughs> calendar when we were in Tacoma. I mean, we were so ready to do this whole thing in three yeah. days, but we had to stop and pause and defer to one another's sense of like, oh, I'm not sure if this is where we're supposed to be going. And, um, you know, that could have created some competitive tensions between you and I, you know, your agenda for a rise and my agenda for, you know, the freedom challenge, but we had to come into no competition, but the agenda of the kingdom. Mm -hmm. And that required of us to pause a day, to pray, to reorientate ourselves, to, um, you know, uh defer to one another in a really um, unique way. And so, what I mean, you can bounce off of that. I've got more to say on that, but that's- Yeah, the- I,
1: I would love to. You know I love to talk and there's just so much richness in what you said and these pictures and memories coming back to me. And when you said that word defer and also in line with unity, that might be confusing to some some people. Does unity mean, or writing in one voice, mean we always have to- Agree. And I think what I loved about this working relationship is that you and I recognized each other's strengths. We also recognized when there were times. When one had a fuller plate, a more full plate than the other, um, it was very much when you said you referred earlier to this dance, it was very much a dance of respecting one another. And so there were times, Tracy, where we had differences of mm-hmm. opinions. Yeah. That's still unity. <laughs> yeah. And the unity comes from you saying to me, hey, you know what, Lisa, like this is kind of my thing. I feel strongly about this. And I would be able to say, oh, well, then I am going to trust you with that. Or I'm going to trust your team with that insight. You know, your audience, let's go with that. And there were times where you would say to me, hey, this is what I think we should do. I can be swayed, meaning this is not a mountain I'm going to die on, right? Um, and and there were times where I would say to you, oh, this is your gifting. Can you take this? And you would say to me, hey, this is not my strong suit. Um, oh my can God. you do this? And I remember even a time where push was coming to shove. We were feeling overwhelmed. There was a a stringent deadline that we had to meet. And, um, and you wrote to me and you were like, I need you to take this day. And it was originally a day that was going to be, um, that you were going to take the lead on. And I actually remember feeling honored, right? Uh, So there could be this feeling, um, I think among women where you think, Oh, what that was, yours. I'm not going to do yours. And for me, it was this oh, Tracy, trust me with this. This yeah. was an important day. And, um, and, and this one voice reading through it and, and making sure we truly were on the same team was, was beautiful. And I just wanted, I want to articulate that unity. Doesn't mean we have to be the same. It doesn't mean we conform. There are parts of this study where, when I read through it, and actually a cute little tidbit is um, we both had a lot of people read through this. And one of my dear, dear friends who I actually mentor when she was reading through it, she giggled and she said, There are one or two spaces where I, she said, I don't know Tracy, but the way she cheered for us and is cheering us on, I can tell that that's her. And I thought, how wonderful that I read that. And I think to this day, I can read those portions and think, Tracy filled in what I lacked in that spot. I didn't think about cheering them on on day whatever. And you read through it and thought, you know what, our sisters are going to need some encouragement here. And, mm. and that's unity. That's unity is this dance of what can we both bring? What do we bring that's different? What do we bring that's the same? And how can we see the strengths and even weakness is not a bad word. How do mm. we see the things in each other where we have got to maybe fill in some of those gaps? And I really loved that about this, this relationship mm. and this partnership.
2: Oh, good stuff. I'm thinking about women because early on you talked about stereotypes Mm -hmm. and, you know, I don't do women, they're catty, all of those kinds of complications in female relationships. It seems as you get older, if you have woundedness or things have not been repaired there, you back away from sisterhood rather than pressing in. Mm -hmm. And so what I found and I saw in this that was it was so wonderful and I think as an example is that if you don't for real do things together like face to face like there's going to be some messies there's going to be some confusion there's going to be some chaos there's going to be some stuff that you got to work through then you're not going to grow you're just going to be you know isolated by yourself trying to play it safe and we're create the best creativity, the best, um, beautiful things are created in vulnerability and in intimacy. Mm-hmm. And so, if we never put ourselves in a vulnerable place where we have to trust our sister's strength or we have to trust that we're not good at this. And I'm like really showing my heart, then we're not going to make beautiful creations that can. Shape the world, our families, the things that we influence. So, what I appreciate about you is like you are amazingly detailed and nuanced to the small things. I tend to be like, I'm 30,000 feet up. I see the big picture. I don't want to get into the granular pieces. And at times that was a challenge for me. But as I look at it, I go, what I wanted. A Bible study that didn't have attention to the written word and the details, even down to the spacing. I loved, Lisa, that you cared about something that maybe I would have been like, I don't know, they can just write their thoughts in this little tiny space. But when I look at the whole, I go, someone cared enough to create a place for women to document their thoughts, the exchange of what God was doing in them. And what I appreciated about you and I is that we really had to sort through those things. Yeah. We chose to do it together like not like here's Lisa's thoughts, here's Tracy's thoughts. We chose to do it with no differentiating. And there were times that you know, we would ask each other, well, I don't know if I would say that. So, <laughs> I probably wouldn't say that that way and we would again like go, "Oh, okay, I can compromise there or I can hold on to that because that really is valuable to me. And um, that happened a lot with us. And then, as the circle got bigger, more hands and voices and people had to get involved, which we'll talk about some of those specifics and who, um, you know, really contributed to the whole. Um, you know, it was even more important for us to trust each other's heart. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have proximity and relationship or even any like wars and battles that you fought together, trust is not built. And I think part of the fabric of, you know, what's happening with women is the the lack of repair in relationships over and over again creates a sense of I'm not sure suspicion, can I trust you? Will you, you know, hurt me if I, if I reveal my weak places, um, can our relationship handle this tension or will you cut me off? Um, will the project become bigger or will what we're doing become bigger than the relationship? All of those things. Um, even now we're still, you know, working through those things, but Mm -hmm. Ultimately, I trusted you and I together saying we're going to start and finish this and we trust each other's hearts for God and for one another.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Huge. That's huge. And I do want to attend to this detail just for women who might not know you and I, Tracy. I think it's important to say we we had a level of trust already coming into this. I think if you're going to engage in a huge project like this one. I mean, we spent hours with each other. Our writing did not stop in Tacoma. You flew out here and spent three days with me here um, in my home. We um, spent countless hours on Zoom, uh, editing, writing together. Our relationship started in hard stuff because both of us were able to take a risk and travel to this nation together where we shared teeny tiny little room. We were roommates for two weeks, mosquito infested, sleeping together on a different time change, little bathrooms, showers that would back up with water um, (laughs) and long, long, long car rides. Yes. And so we we had seen already yep. really really wonderful things in each other. We had seen maybe some challenging things in each other. We were willing to take the risk because we had already chosen to trust. And and I think I want women to know mm. it takes risk Togetherness does take risk. Um, It doesn't just happen. It is hard work, but it's hard work that comes with such a beautiful masterpiece. Um, You know, I think this book is an example of that. To me, it is God's masterpiece uh, that he entrusted to us and we said yes to And boy, did we learn a lot about ourselves and grow in the process.
2: Mm, We sure did. Um, You know, I'm thinking of um, when I look and I'm looking at this study right here in my hands, Mm. I think this will impact women and it will grow women and it will serve a purpose. But greater than that, I love what it did in who I'm becoming Mm -hmm. and who you're becoming and who all of those, the the company of women who trusted us enough to say, yes, um, you've got even a little list there. Mm. Uh, Maybe you could even name some of those individuals because it started with our trust and relationship and our willingness to take a risk. And It became more about who we were becoming than what we were actually doing. Mm -hmm. And then we brought in new women in whom every person, almost the majority of us, were in that beginner mindset. I've never done this on Amazon. I've never designed a book. I've never, even as we record this podcast, you and I both, we did this a couple of days ago and we Mm -hmm. had technological issues and we had to you know, sort through all of those, you know, setbacks and, um, things like that. But having that beginner mindset is we walk into it going, it's more about who I'm becoming and what God's doing in me and his character that he's revealing in us than actually even the Amazon product, you know, product, which is great. But, you know, there is that process of,
1: um, grace filled becoming right i love that you drew attention to this was a first time for all of us and so um you know my the arise team members who contributed megan smith and sarah bulkley neither of them had edited a piece of work like this before and had to come up with constructive criticism things that you know places where they said hey, Lisa, you want us to do this in 20 minutes a day? This day took me 45 minutes and then I gave up, right? And I was like, oh, thank you. Now I have to do the hard work of changing that. And Ali Gadbaugh, who you and I both know, started oh my as my. an editor. And then we just continued to send her stuff and she never complained. She just was part of the team and willing to... Um, to oversee a larger portion than we ever asked her to really. And, and when I was away, you know, received these authors copies and would look through them and make decisions on my behalf. That is huge. And I just loved and appreciated every member of the freedom challenge team. And wow. Wow you know, kudos to them for taking this on. Um, you know, none of them were ever book editors before or project managers before. And to see that they were able to trust me because you trusted me, I think that's that's huge too. Yeah. But I'd love for you to give credence to your yeah. team, Trace. Who's yeah. really our team, right? It's a shared I'm sisterhood. Thinking.
2: Yep, I'm thinking about Carice Williams. Okay. Mm-hmm. She's living in Italy getting her PhD. She is managing this project with all these sliding deadlines, all these nope setbacks. Um how many times did she recreate another um timeline for us? Right. I mean, yeah. And what I love about it is her process. She's actually going to be writing her um you know her end product in product and her book for her PhD. So how cool is it that she's actually getting some practice on us. And um, you know, I'm thinking about Leanne Bowden, who did the design. She's a fabulous designer. If you look at the book, you're gonna think, wow, this is great. Um she had never designed um a book and a product like this. So there was a, a learning curve and a back and forth and a grace, grace, and more grace that we all had to lean into. I'm thinking about Salette Galliano and um, her learning how to upload to Amazon and going in the back end and figuring out what the, you know, the, the, um, you know, the sales tax would be and all of those things that we don't really see. Uploading, looking at copies. Um one gift to us was Bethany Mavis, who was our primary copy editor. And it was good that we had someone who kind of had a sense. You know, she has been editing for years and actually has done projects like this before. And she served us as such um a gift. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm even thinking about um, Michaela Mayo, who is just learning how to work with our podcasts. And our first take on this podcast, we had some technological issues. Grace, Grace, and more Grace. Here we are doing it again. But you know, there's others. But this this little handful of women. Um, being willing to say yes. And I loved how time went on, we would say it was ours, our book, our project, our grace gift. And really that happened through the kingdom unity that um, we and risk we chose to walk in. So,
1: yeah, yeah, absolutely. This was a coming together of many people. Um, you know, together is far beyond you and I, and I think, um, you know, we are both, you talked about this beginner mindset in our last episode. You, uh, really, you expanded on that a little bit and we're both people who try to learn new things. I, I love that you actually write those things down. Like you say, okay, I'm going to learn something new this year. This is what it's going to be. I'm gonna take that on from you. That's something that uh, I'm I you know every year I'm gonna write down, I'm gonna try something new this year, learn something new. And that doing this study and doing it together, uh, it taught us a lot. And I would love to hear something that you learned through this process.
2: Mm. Okay. I don't like to be vulnerable, and I don't like to ask for help. That's just straight up in my wiring. I I typically want to appear like um, I have a superhero cape on, and I will save the world. That is just being real. Um, So clearly, (laughs) that's not going to work as a human being on planet Earth, and I have had to sort through some of the dysfunction on that. Um, Something I've learned is the patience with the process, right? Mm -hmm. The the ability to be vulnerable and ask for help. I mean, I think there were several times that I must have cried or like sort of had a breakdown with this this whole process. I I mean, probably five, six times, like uncle, Mm -hmm. I'm at a loss. I don't know how to move forward. Um, And I had to ask for help, like help. Um, And I love that I'm learning to be vulnerable with sisters and to maybe not do it as professionally or as excellently or as effortlessly, at least appear so effortlessly, that I thought. And so I think I, I'm learning that and, um, the patience, right? Like having patience in the setbacks, having patience and grace with myself, like just there's a limit here. Um, there's a lack of capacity here. I need help. So, yeah, yeah. I think mm-hmm. I learned that, and and the importance of, you know, just that speaking the truth in love. Um, yeah,
1: patient. Yeah. It, you 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 often used a phrase: "Clear is kind." Mm-hmm. Right. So when you say speaking the truth in love, clear is kind and loving. And Tracy, I uh, I so appreciate you being vulnerable right now, talking about asking for help learning patience because i think people see you as a very strong woman and so much of your strength is found in this vulnerability being able to say this isn't my strong suit or uncle right i can't do this on my own and and so often we i think a misconception of women is a strong woman doesn't know um, when to ask for help or doesn't ask for help or a strong woman can do it all on her own. And I think quite the opposite is true. A strong woman is someone who knows herself well, knows her story Mm. is Uh surrounded by incredible women that she can tap into. And so I appreciate about, I I appreciate that about you very, Mm. very much. What did you learn, my friend? Oh, I learned so many things, um, way too many for this particular podcast. But what was really resonating with me when you were sharing is I learned that it's not about me. (laughs) So every time we had a hang up, a delay, something that we thought, how is this even possible? I mean, you and I really thought. We were done in the summer, right? So first of all, we thought it would take us three days. Then we had to press forward. We left Tacoma with 14 days written. And then we came back and we wrote our appendices and we finished off our days. And that takes a long time when you haven't banked and set aside time. So when you're working on other things and you have to fill in these deadlines of days being done and it felt so overwhelming. And just when we thought we were at the top of the mountain and it was going to be an easy ride down, something (laughs) came up and it felt overwhelming. It felt like, um, why are we still here? We've been pregnant forever. We need to birth this baby. And it was really, really hard. And what what I learned was maybe I thought this was just about a book. Maybe I thought this was about a Bible study. Maybe I thought this was about Micah 6 verse 8. Maybe I thought that this was about the Lord teaching me things through it. And his ways are so much higher than my ways. And I don't always understand them. And I had to surrender and just yep. say, this is not about me. Have your will, have your way. I will continue to work and I will continue to work hard and I will continue to be obedient. If you have a lesson in this for someone, for me, for whatever, um, would we be clay in your hands. Hmm. And uh and it just this was so much more yep. than creating a product and my flowchart. This was so much more than my <laughs> flowchart. Um it was about God and what he had for us. So that.
2: Um, I love you more at the end of this project
1: mm-hmm. than
2: I did at the beginning.
1: I, I feel the same about
2: you. you. Yeah, I admire you more. And I look at the women that you've brought to, to the Freedom Challenge. And I know you feel the same with the team. And I think about um, their effort and tension toward this. And all of us, patience and um, just the, the character of Christ shaped and formed in us. As we've done this. And Mm -hmm. I think that we sometimes maybe Western human beings can get so functional and efficient. Here it is that we really underestimate or, um, yeah, what the value of what God is shaping in us Mm -hmm. through our work together. Yeah. And I think... yeah, go ahead, Lisa.
1: Well, well, I think that that is another just this shared hope goal purpose, right? Like we did set out to do this to learn. We just didn't imagine that it was to learn the things that God had in store for us. Yeah, yeah. And um, I so feel the same about you and the same about your team and Um, I know that in our last episode, we talked about one of these shared hopes, one of these shared goals, and that was to help women gain confidence in studying the word for themselves. So, you know, when they pick up this book and move through it and it feels different from other Bible studies, uh, that was purposeful. We had purpose in that. We want them to gain the skills, the tools, um to be able really to approach any passage this way and again just this importance of biblical literacy recognizing that this is a book about God and we we get to learn from it it's his voice speaking to us but what were what were um if you can just summarize some of our other shared yeah. hopes and goals yeah
2: i think um that together, what we wanted was the biblical literacy piece, as you mm-hmm. just said, um, a deeper, richer understanding of this passage. And, um, you know, is sometimes this passage can be a skim over, like, oh, that's nice. But having its context and in light of the gospel, um, that full picture. So uh, just this deeper understanding, like confidence in that message. But also um, a well-informed biblical why, Mm -hmm. you know, not because I should or, um, you know, guilt or religion, but what is my why and why, how do I see scripture and tackle it? How do I see biblical justice in light of what's happening in the world? So a well-informed why. And we want the word of God to transform and change women, because we know it has the power to do so. you know it um, we read that it is um, sharper than a two-edged sword and it cuts to the bone and marrow to the very um, you know undistinguishable parts. Of the heart. And so we want the word of God and the power of the spirit as the woman engages in this to transform them. It stands on its own. The word of God and his voice stands on its own. We're just co-facilitating for women to have that transformational change in their own lives and their own hearts.
1: Yeah, Tracy, uh, so well said. Those are all of um, our, well, not all. I feel like we had so many shared goals, but those are really the pertinent ones. And another huge one, and that's really what this podcast is about, is to show women that together is possible wow. and that it's good. Together is good. And so um you will see that in this book. You will see that through this book. And um we're just so excited to launch it, to get it into your hands, to see this teamwork in the flesh. And the reason we can endorse it so strongly is not just because our teams are incredible and we all worked so hard on it, but because Every single penny raised from the sale of this book will go towards Freedom Challenge and its efforts to set women and children on the pathway to freedom. So that is another goal. And I'm really, really excited about doing that one together. Mm-hmm. Me too.
2: And just as a reminder, those of you who are listening, you can order. There's a link in the show notes to Amazon. Please write a review. We want you to write yeah. how this how this Bible study has brought impact to your life. There's also a link to the calendar that helps bring you into our rhythm when we're starting in April, the weekly check-ins through Instagram Live. There'll be resources on how to facilitate a Bible study. Very simple. Arise has put together some of those materials that will be accessible to you on their website. And um, we can get those to you. Again, we encourage you to do this. If you can't do it in the same time frame we are setting out to, it is um, built to happen year-round individually. But we really do recommend doing it with community Asking the question, what does the Lord require of you? And I really appreciate Lisa, who's going to Kilimanjaro. I think, I believe you've already raised all your funds to come. That
1: that is a testimony to God. I told you from the very beginning, this mountain thing is not something that comes naturally to me. I am scared to climb the mountain, but I'm doing it with my sisters and we're going to do it together. But the scariest thing, was raising the money and, uh, just a testimony to the Lord's faithfulness and the generosity of people. My funds are raised. I I am over my goal and I'm just going to keep raising. So please (laughs) continue to give to these projects that I believe so deeply in.
2: It's so good. And, um, all again, reiterating the generosity um, Lisa, that you had to, to allow the Freedom Challenge Operation Mobilization to be the benefactors of this labor of love together to see more women and children set on a pathway to freedom. It has been a pleasure and we're not done yet. We have um, our, our lives coming up together where we'll be able to share ongoing as we actually do um, the six week study together, you know, mm-hmm. we wrote it, but it will be interesting to do it from another angle and then to share those insights together as sisters starting in April. Um, so that's it. Do you have anything else you want to say, my
1: friend? Oh no, I'm just I'm just um. You should see me over here. I'm just beaming that that this actually happened without technical difficulties. So praise God. (laughs) And it's always so fun to be with you all.
0: Thanks for listening to Arise Online. We encourage you to find more resources, articles, and free downloads by visiting our website, ariseministriescollective.org. We'd also love it if you left us a positive review here on iTunes and through our social media platforms. Every like, comment, and endorsement helps us reach more women for Christ's glory. If you liked what you heard today, consider helping us keep this ministry alive by making a tax-deductible donation through our website. We appreciate you listening and are grateful for your part in the Arise Collective.